What's up, what's up, what's up, bro? 25, oh my gosh, yo. I apologize to all y'all. Um, got some music playing on in the background, so don't mind me, yo. Um, yeah, I was not on last week. I apologize. The, the, I told you guys I would be on after UFC uh, 257. Um, apologize, did not get on. Um, I, I don't even have a good excuse, so I'm going to make an excuse for y'all. But I did call. I wanted all you haters to know. I did say Conor McGregor was going down. Check out my fucking Facebook pages, player. Let me comment on y'all player hating asses and shit. Y'all, y'all, dick rider Conor McGregor. I did call it. Think props to my brother Youssef. Send me a message. You said Dustin Poirier was gonna win. Uh, excuse me. And uh, yes, I was right. Dustin Poirier did win. Um, we all know Jessica. I. God damn it, yo. Uh, listen, I tried to go on fan. What was a fan? No, I forgot the fan. No, DraftKings. It was so complicated to go on that app to fucking try to bet. Maybe I'm just a dumbass. I'm fucking no. But anyway, yeah. So listen, man. If I had bet on uh, was it that Scottish girl? Because this guy, I can't win in a pay per view to save her life. I was gonna bet on her because this guy, I always loses every pay per view. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? She can't handle the bright lights. You know, she can main event a UFC card that's on ESPN for Plus for free, and she'll be all right. You put PPV right next to her name, right? Her name's on a pay-per-view event, she will fucking lose. Main event, fucking she'll be the first card under the, the middle card. Doesn't matter what. This is a pay-per-view, right? Or the fight means something, she will lose that fight, Jessica I. I've been saying that about that girl since 2011. Ever since she put a fucking stinker against fucking uh, Misha Tate. You know, that only reason why, that's the only reason why Holly Holm fought against Ronda Rousey. Because one of the Misha Tate, Jessica I fight, was supposed to fight Ronda Rousey. But that fight was so bad, Dana White had to think of plan B. And plan B was Holly Holm. And I said Holly Holm was going to knock out Ronda Rousey. Guys need to start listening to me. But anyway... It's got a little beverage, beverage, so don't mind me, guys, now with the pauses and shit. Anyway, Michael Chandler came up out the gate against Dan Hooker. I had Michael Chandler win in that fight. I met, listen, Dan Hooker's out of scrub, um, but um, yeah, Michael Chandler does not look 155 pounds. That brother looked 185 pounds. That brother is a tank. Props to Michael Chandler. And, you know, because I guess a lot of people don't do well in UFC deb- debuts. You know, it's bright lights. It's bigger than Bellator. It's between Bellator and UFC, man. Obviously, but I don't know. We, maybe it's not be obviously because of the way Michael Chandler looked. Chandler looked amazing. Where does 155 go from here? You know, I guess, you know, um, Khabib said he wasn't really interested in fighting anybody. Uh, this, you know, and a lot of people, were, you know, say, oh, Conor McGregor's not done. You know, you got the bandwagon. Listen, Conor, listen, could Conor McGregor beat Justin Gaethje? Maybe. Could he beat? Uh, Charles Oliveira, uh, maybe, who he's not beating Michael Chandler. I don't think he beats Dustin Poirier, and he's not beating Khabib. So Connor's done. Now, do you do a Conor McGregor-Dan Hooker fight? Yeah, I think he could beat Dan Hooker. But he's not, I'll give you, I'll tell you what though, he's not beating Khabib. We all know he's not beating Khabib. Dustin Poirier, I don't think he's beating Dustin Poirier again. Right? He's not beating Michael Chandler. I don't give a fuck. He ain't beating Michael Chandler. 
Y'all can pump the brakes on that idea. That is not happening, okay? So, we're still the worst Conor McGregor is for. Listen, what makes sense, you know, I, you know, I do admit, though, uh, Chael Sonnen said at best business side, Nate Diaz would make the, more sense. Um, but if he wants to fight Dustin Poirier because he's eager, fine. Listen, Poirier was quiet throughout the whole time. Poirier can't sell fights. You know, it's hard, when you, especially when you get, you know, Conor McGregor. You know, you need a Nate Diaz because Nate Diaz is a trash talker to try to sell up a fight. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Poirier, you know, he does a lot of great things in the community, like feeds the homeless. He was like uh, raising money for some cancer kid. Like, Dustin Poirier is like a really good guy. He's a father. He's a husband. He's like a really good guy. He doesn't trash talk and this and that. He likes doing things outside in the community to help his community, you know, which is a good and bad thing. You know, he did say he got caught up in the past fighting just to fight. And, you know, and he was losing fights. He probably should have won, but he just loves to fight, you know. And, I mean, it's a good thing, but it doesn't help sell fights and build a brand and build brand awareness, you, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, these guys, pretty much all these guys got blue checks next to their name on Twitter because of who they are and they're on TV every day. But it's not because they did it through grinding, you know, posting stuff on Instagram, Twitter. You, you know, they're not grinding that way. You know, they got the blue check by default. Or this guy want to fight, knock somebody out, I'm going to follow him on Instagram. Or, you know, or he helps some, you know, like I say, a homeless person. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. They got the blue check, you know what I'm saying? One of them type dudes. You know what I'm saying? Not because of the media content, like a Ryan Gar- uh, Garcia, you know. Um, you know, he's a boxer. I knocked out that Australian dude uh, a couple of weeks ago. We don't have to talk about him, though. A lot of stuff we got to talk about today, guys. A lot of stuff. But it's partially my fault. Because I didn't talk last week, but I don't think I really was just been talking about UFC last week. So, but a lot of stuff happened. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that thing is where one eighty seven, uh, with, um, one fifty five goes. Should Conor cut just drop down to one forty five? I don't think Conor McGregor beats Peter Yan. Could he beat Aldo again? Probably. Do I don't think he's beating Peter Yan. Peter Yan is a beast, orangutan type brother from Russia. That's a bad brother. I think he's from Russia. Um, you know, you guys, you know, hit me up on my. Well, yeah, you only hit me up on, you know, Rock Two Fizzle to correct me. I think he's from Russia. Um, but uh, yeah, man, that's a bad man, Peter Yan. He ain't beating Peter Yan. He ain't beating Peter Yan. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you forget that idea. Conor McGregor ain't beating Peter Yan. Peter Yan's not that big. I know Conor McGregor would probably go in as the bigger feet, uh, the bigger fighter. Um, Conor McGregor still got that pop, got that power. He did rock Dustin Poirier, but again, he did all his training in Portugal and all this bullshit. Listen, cardio still played a factor. Well, you know, I know he hurt his leg as well. Roger got it. I, I, you, you know what? Another thing you need to do? You need to stop making the shoes for Conor McGregor. Oh, Conor McGregor barely fought and ran, ran, ran. Listen, Conor McGregor had a big layoff, right? Um... You know, say before he fought Cerrone, and y'all didn't give Conor McGregor. You didn't say, "Oh, the big layoff." Oh, the, uh, I think some of y'all made. Oh, he was the fresher fighter, and that's why Conor McGregor was able to win against Cerrone. Listen, stop making excuses for Conor McGregor winning wins in a good, like good, like you know, what I'm saying, or, or give him, a, or give him a pass. Oh, Conor McGregor's the goat, man. Look, he had fucking all that time off and shit, and he still won. Oh, but it, you, but he had all that time off and he lost. So you're blaming the time off. And, and he lost. Stop it, yo. Stop slurping up Conor McGregor. 
He is the biggest fraud in UFC. I told you he's a fraud. And how many more times do I need to prove it to you? How many times do I need to say tell you that this man is a fraud? When he beat Chad Mendez, Chad Mendez had two-week notice before that fight. When he beat Aldo, knocked him out in 14 seconds, whatever the fuck. That was Aldo's first fight in 14 months at the time. When he beat Eddie Alvarez, listen, Eddie was obviously the bigger fighter. At one division. I felt sorry for Eddie Alvarez looked so small and minuscule in a way. And Eddie Alvarez wasn't ready to fight in Madison Square Garden. Eddie Alvarez wasn't ready for that moment. What has Eddie Alvarez done since he's lost to Conor McGregor? Nothing. I don't even know if he's still fighting in the UFC. So please stop slipping up Conor McGregor. You know what I'm saying? And Donald Cerrone, he's the Jessica I of MM of uh, he's like the male version of Jessica I. You put him in the bright lights, he never comes through. Dallas Cerrone's got the most wins ever in the UFC. Yeah, who gives a fuck? How many championship belts does he have? Zero. Never won a championship belt. He's never come through when he's needed it the most, okay? All right? The drunk uncle in your family. That's who Jessica I is, and that's who Don Cerrone is, okay? The drunk uncle in the family, right? When you need for them to pick you up, right? You know, Uncle Johnny's supposed to pick you up. Uncle Johnny ain't gonna pick you up when you needed him the most, okay? Uncle Johnny's supposed to bring you to the job interview. Uncle Johnny, Johnny's not gonna bring you to the job interview. Will Uncle Johnny bring you to the corner store and get your pack of cigarettes? Uncle Johnny's always available for that. But for your job interview, things of that nature, right? Picking up your friend from the airport or even picking you up from the airport Uncle Johnny won't be there, but he'll be there for that little bullshit in your life that you need. Like I said, he's the pick you up, uh, pick up a pack of smokes for you type of dude. And that's who Donald Cerrone and Jessica I are, all right? Now, apparently, John Blaster wins. I can't think of his guy, by the way. And, um, and uh, Israel Asani is supposed to fight. Like I told you guys, UFC's like in this quandary of not really like, really like big superstars and shit. You got guys with long names and shit. You either speak English really good or they don't. Or they got some really long ass crazy name. Like Israel, Sonya. You know what I'm saying? But obviously he's American and shit. Or where the fuck he is. He's, you, know, he, uh, you don't understand him when he talks. Other guys, you don't really understand what they're saying when they talk. And really, you gotta use these guys as a pitch man. I don't know. That's a problem with UFC right now. So, that's why they're still hanging on Conor McGregor's name. And shit. And I really think, like I said, Justin Gaethje did a big disservice to himself not finding Conor McGregor when he had a chance to fight Conor McGregor. I don't know if he was worried about losing to Conor McGregor and not being able to fight for the belt and beat Khabib. Or maybe he was going to beat Khabib and then fight Conor McGregor. I don't know what uh, Gaethje's game plan was. Props to my man JT for agreeing with me. If he had taken out Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, and Khabib in the same year, Gaethje would have been GOAT. Without question, he would have been GOAT, okay? Um, so that's what he should have done, um, in my personal opinion. So we'll see with the UFC ride. Um, apparently, finally, 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 um, Sapien Mo 6, we're going to get weird names, um, you know, is going to be uh, is, is going to be fighting uh, Francis Ngannou. Happy about that fight. Uh, hopefully, Francis Ngannou has some cardio. I hope John Jones fights the winner of that fight. That would make the most sense for UFC. Uh, Stephen Moshek, if you can beat uh, Daniel Cormier and you can beat Francis Nagato 
And you can beat John Jones. I'm just saying, player, those are pretty big people to beat in your career. So I'm you know, I'm not rooting for Steven Rosier. I'm rooting for John Jones. You know, John Jones did himself a disservice with the DUIs and the drugs and all this BS. I still think John Jones is the greatest mixed martial artist ever. I don't think any, no one's beaten as many ch former champions or, you know, champions per se as John Jones have. Think about the people John Jones has beat. I mean, the only people he hasn't fought were Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? He fought for Shogun for the belt, won the belt, beat Machado, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Beat Rampage, you know, beat Charles Sonnen, you know, just all the people that he's beating. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, John Jones is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. You know, and it would be, I, I, I think he could beat Sabre Mosick. You know, chick, I don't think it's, a, I, you know, I don't think it'll be, I, I don't see that fight going more than three rounds. Especially when he's focused, especially on the Jackson Wink. All right, we're going to transition to female boxing. Speaking of Jackson Wink, the great Clarissa Shields. I don't know if you guys follow uh, women's boxing, but um, she fights. Um, she, uh, she, let me see, she's, uh, she's probably like 145 or something wild like that. Um, she's going to be training with the Jackson Wink uh, team. That's the same team that trains Holly Holmes, John Jones, and all them. They're, they're, I'm, I think I'm going to say in March, it's going to be an all-female uh, pay-per-view. Excited about that. Um, it'll be, I think, the second time or the first time in history. One of the two. I, I'm sorry, guys. Forgive me. It's going to be an all-female pay-per-view. Clarissa Shields is going to headline it. I think this is going to be our last fight. This is going to make the transition to uh, MMA afterwards. She's already getting trained. It's going to be interesting to see her throw kicks. Um, we'll see if anybody can make it work. It'll be Jackson Wink. Uh, we see what they've done with Holly Holmes. But Holly Holmes was a former kickboxer. And Holly Holmes was a boxer. So I think if Clarissa Shields, you know, gets some you know, tutelage under Holly Holmes as well, I think Clarissa Shields could be a good martial artist. Um, it would like it'd be cool to see her go against an Amanda Nunes. Um, but apparently, I think Clarissa Shields, I don't know if she's going to go the UFC route. I think she's going... Um, uh, professional fighting league or something like that. I'd like to see her go UFC. If you're Clarissa Shields, you gotta go UFC. Stop it. Like, stop, like uh, the show's called Shields to Craziness. I gotta remind y'all haters. Yeah, we, oh, we got some great motivation coming up near the end, too. But, uh, yeah, Clarissa Shields gotta go UFC. I'm just saying. You gotta go UFC. It's gotta go UFC. Alright? I mean, that's it. Alright? Um, this pretty much gonna be a sports-heavy, uh, uh, episode. So, so, uh, we got, you know, so... Uh, apologies straight up uh, for all those. Like I said, we're going, you know, we're going sports heavy. Well, some stuff's been going on in social media. Yeah, stuff's been, you know, um, you know, you know, going on. You know, we saw, you know, we got the fourteen hundred stimulus package. Apparently, um, yeah, I guess the stipulations on whether or not you get the uh, certain coronavirus, uh, you get the coronavirus shot, this and that nature. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Biden, as everybody knows. Um, you know, you got to reap what you sow. Um, so listen, yo, I hope y'all are loving Biden, you know, being in office so far. I mean, like I said, guys, I mean, this is what y'all get. This is what you wanted. Um, me person, this isn't what, I, um, I wanted, um, in Biden. Um, you know, we're going to get into some New York Mets. Big trades going on in the NFL. We're going to get into that. Trump just changed his, um, uh, impeachment lawyers. Listen, yo, for, for, I understand uh, people like, why are they doing the impeachment? Trump's out of office. You guys got to remember this, right? When you are not president anymore, 
and Trump was president. We got to remember this, though. They still have access to files and whatnot. They still have access to top secret clearance type information, um, you know, because um, the government still wants them to be aware of what's going on. So if he impeached, he won't have access to this type of information. He won't have access to secret. He won't have access to secret service. There's a lot of stuff that goes into not being president anymore. You, you know, you're responsible of creating your own library. There's a lot of things that go on when you're not president anymore. So if he gets impeached per se, right, we're not going to have a library dedicated to Donald Trump. He won't have access to top secret information. He won't be included on briefs. He won't have secret service. There's a lot of things that he won't have anymore if he still, um, if he gets impeached. Now, even as president, you can elect not to have a secret service. It's not mandatory that you have a secret service. I'm pretty sure Trump said he wants a secret service. So he's probably getting secret. I'm pretty sure he's getting secret. I mean, if he did, I'm pretty sure he didn't say he didn't want secret service. I haven't heard anything that he didn't want secret service. But if he said he didn't want secret service and he has secret service, he won't be privy to that if he's no longer considered the president. That's why the impeach. That's why they're pushing for the impeachment. For those who don't understand why they are still pushing for the impeachment, okay? So that's so he just changed his defense team, a um, couple of members or whatnot. What that means, I don't know. Me personally, I don't care. Um, I know some people are like they don't want Trump to have privilege to information. Listen, it doesn't really matter. Listen, Bill Clinton still getting listen. They just want to keep the, uh, these guys in the loop, right? I think Nancy Pelosi and all of them are just playing hardball and just being like, yeah, whatevs. Um, we don't want him having privilege, um, you know, to, uh, to that information. So, um, you know, to me, it's whatevs, okay. Um, we got to talk about Hank Aaron. He passed, passed away. John Cheney passed away as well. Listen, if forgot, you know, um, Hank Aaron, one of the greatest baseball players ever. Maybe the greatest baseball player. Maybe. Remember, retired, he was the all-time leader of home runs. He's still third on the all-time leader of hits. Um, and I think I want to say he's still the all-time leader in RBIs, all-time leader in, stolen, uh, in uh, total bases. That's the only basis. In total bases, I want to say... At the time he retired, he was the all-time leader in runs. I don't, he's not the all-time leader in runs anymore. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Hank Aaron was a bad man. 305 lifetime batting average. Now, some people want to say he, you know, I remember I talked to the old heads about Hank Aaron. They said he played too long. Whatever, yo. You can say he played too long. Whatever. He still got the numbers. All right. So stop the madness, man. Chill with the craziness. All right. Hey, Hank Aaron so bad out. Yo, he still hit over 20 home runs for 20 consecutive seasons. Okay. So you can say he played too long. We hit over 20 home, at least 20 home runs for 20 consecutive seasons. Have a 23, 24 year career. You're still a bad man. Okay. So you need to chill with all that. Think about this. Greg Olson just retired from playing football at age 35. You know, Hank Aaron had to play to was like in his 40s. Remember, these guys weren't making the money that these you know players are making today. So, you know, these guys retiring early like an Andrew Luck. You know, Calvin Johnson. You make your money like, yo, fuck it, I'm done. I don't blame these guys. We got $80 million guaranteed anyway. Like, yeah, your contract was worth $150 million. I'm already getting $80 million guaranteed without fucking doing shit. 
So I don't have to get up early and fucking run fast and lift weights. I'm getting 80 million and I'm just brushing my teeth. I don't blame these guys, okay? We're gonna, oh, and speaking of that, talk to Deshaun Watson. Yo, props to Deshaun Watson. This, you know, he's saying he's not gonna give his services uh, to the um, uh, Texans. Listen, yo, I don't blame those David Curley, whatever the hell this guy's name is. Yo, that, that's the dude right there. Now, a lot of people are saying Eric Benenemy should have gotten the job. Listen, if I'm Eric Bieniemy and I'm, you know, and I'm who I am, I wouldn't want that Texan job because you see what they do to people over at the Texans and whatnot. They make pro broken promises. Listen, I don't care. Listen, for all y'all who complain about these guys make too much money, fuck you. I'm going to tell you why. The Shaw wants to spend $100,000 of his own money. Not only he spent $100,000 of his own money for a research firm, he had to research for the research firm, right? And he paid them 100,000. They got 100,000. Yes, they did their work. They gave him a whole bunch of names and whatnot. And then, not only did he spend 100,000, oh, imagine spending 100,000 of your own money for, for a company who said, we want your input. And then you spend 100,000 of your own money for them because they said, we want your input. Because you want to give them the best possible answer. And then they don't use your advice at all. That's money that's already gone. It's gone. It's gone. He's never given a hundred thousand back. Now I know you say, "Oh, he's earned a hundred forty million, hundred million guaranteed." Fuck it. If I'm the Sean Watson, I don't give a fuck. Wait a minute. I'm not gonna bust my ass. Y'all tell me one thing, do another. You destroyed the DeAndre Hopkins, my number one target. Then you fucking yeah, you signed me. Let's see. He was gonna get the bag, whatever. It didn't matter if the Texans paid him. It's not like the NBA, right? Where the NBA offers you the super max deal and you go somewhere else and you take less money. It's not like that in the NFL. He was going to get that money regardless. Chill with that, man. He was going to get that money regardless. He was getting that money. They didn't matter if it was the Texans. He was going to get that money. Okay? So, what, he was going to get guaranteed money. So, regardless... Okay, but don't tell, but I'm not gonna bust my behind for you and you straight up lied to me. So I don't blame Deshaun Watson. So if y'all get mad at Deshaun Watson, y'all need to get off that case. That brother's doing the right thing. I'm not gonna spend a hundred thousand of my own money. My own money. And you told me, oh, we be straight, and all of a sudden we ain't straight. Nah, fuck that, yo. Listen, props for Deshaun. Happy for that brother. Listen, if he don't go back, he don't go back and get off it. I'm telling you, everybody hating all these guys. for Oh, they making all the money you making. Yo, I watched a play with DK Metcalf. He was on the six-yard line, right? Russell Wilson threw an interception. Yo, he chased that brother down. Are you working that hard at your job? Going balls out every fucking day? You're probably not. Yo, don't be hating on these brothers. Get your money. Get it. By all means necessary. Get your get your bread paper. Alright. So Prophet Deshaun. Make it, we're gonna say in football. We gotta talk about the Detroit Lions. Oh my goodness. Did they just pull something over the Rams? Who running the Rams? How'd that trade get approved?
That's what I want to know. how that trade get approved? Someone explain that to my black Puerto Rican ass. Make no goddamn sense. So wait a minute. So the, so the Lions, not only did they get a younger quarterback who's reached the Super Bowl, they also get a first-round pick from 2022 and 2023. And they get, I think they get a third-round pick this year or next year or wherever the fuck they get. And the Rams get Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game, right? Never won a playoff game. And at one point was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. At one point. I think for like a year he was at least the highest paid. That's the guy you traded for. Matthew Stafford is going to solve your problems. Why didn't you trade for Deshaun Watson? That would have made more sense for what you gave up. Now apparently Washington gave up a better offer. I, I told you guys Washington was probably going to be the sucker. Thank goodness they weren't the sucker. And I listen, if Washington doesn't trade for Deshaun Watson, if Deshaun Watson goes anywhere else besides Miami, Jason Wright should get fired immediately. The fact that you are trying to trade for Matthew Stafford and we ever heard that you were trying to trade for Deshaun Watson is galactically stupid. Jason Wright, how do you have a job today? That's all I want to know. Matthew Stafford? You don't get Deshaun Watson. You have the most useless first round pick in the history of the NFL. Useless. That 19th pick won't make you better. And you don't go after Deshaun Watson. You go after Matthew Stafford. Are you fucking kidding me? How stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? Washington football team. You don't even have the damn name yet. Unbelievable. Galactically stupid, Jason Wright. Listen, I'll tell you what. You better get the Sean Watson. Because that's not a consolation prize. Whatever they want. You give it to them. Listen, keep keep Montez Sweat. Keep De'Aaron Payne. They want John Allen. Give up John Allen. It's John Allen and whatever the and whatever pick you want. Because we don't give up Chase Young. Don't give up Montez Sweat. Don't give up the Aaron Payne. Right? Those brothers know. You want John Allen? We'll give you John Allen and whatever else you want. Name it. John Allen and picks. Whatever pick. John Allen plus picks. Let's go. Too easy right there. Speaking of trades, we're going to transfer over to football. I'm sorry, sorry, transfer over to baseball. Oh, my God. Listen, New York Mets, right? Now, we all saw what happened with Steve Cohen. Apparently canceled his Twitter account, getting death threats over this GameStop. Um, It's so funny. When Jordan Belfort says you're a bubble, I'm just saying we need to listen to Jordan Belfort um, when he says you're toxic, okay? I mean, Jordan Belfort knows about Toxic picks. I mean, toxic stocks, okay? So, I'm definitely going to listen to Jordan Belfort when he talks about something being a bubble. He made his money off of things being a bubble, okay? So, I'm definitely going to listen to him. Uh, listen, I thought, like I said, you know, uh, probably man Joe, I, I mean, he doesn't agree with me on this. Um, he's, I don't think, I think the uh, the Mets gave up too much for Lindor. 
Happy we got Lindor. We, listen, I want I want an area now though. I'm I'm just saying I'm selfish. I mean, I guess I mean I thought we you know we got um uh, Rosario and Jimenez for Lindor. We should have given only one of them brothers for Lindor and saved Jimenez because everybody's got a hard on for Jimenez for some reason. Saved Jimenez for Arianato. Imagine this infield. No, guys, just close your eyes. Close your eyes, Mets fans, and think about this infield. Arianato at third base, Lindor at shortstop, Jeff McNeil at second base, okay, and Pete Alonso at first uh, at uh, first base. Stop it. That's the best infield in baseball history. Stop. Who fucking with us? Nobody. You're, you're fucking celibate. You ain't fucking with us. With that infield, stop. That's World Series, that infield. That is a World Series infield. We're World Series off that infield alone. Fuck, you know, Conforto. Fuck all that, man. Yo, that, yeah, we are World Series but I didn't feel it alone. That's what we should have done. That, that my personal opinion. We should have figured that out. The fact that we didn't figure that out is egregious. Um, I know we just hired like this. Uh, we just hired a new GM. I don't even know the guy's name. I really don't care. Um, it was embarrassing. Uh, the guy that did go from Arizona. I didn't memorize this guy's name. So guys, you know. So I mean, forgive me. You know, he seemed like a sleaze ball. When you send sixty text messages to a girl and she ain't interested and whatnot, you know what? This is what you get. If, uh, you know, if, if if you're the Mets, it was embarrassing. I'm watching the Mets, right? And all and all they're having is um is Mets the logo and this and that. And especially with this dude, hey, listen, this is typical Mets. I mean, props that they fired him. Um, you know, as fast as they did. Uh, so I'm glad that um, so I'm glad they fired this guy uh, quickly because he deserved to get fired. But uh, you know we sent a, you know um, sixty text messages to a girl. What's his name? Zach Scott. That's his name. We sent you know sixty text messages to a girl. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yo, listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you about you know I like Sandy Allison. We all know he put off another heist with Toronto. Um, and, and, you know, and what he did. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so Toronto keep on getting hustled by the Mets by Sandy Allison. We already stole fucking uh Syndergaard and Travis DeArno, and all of a sudden now we're stealing this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, Sandy Allison got stolen over here. He's had like a mystical spell uh over the Blue Jays. But like, listen, I, I'm so mad we didn't get George Springer. I thought Blue Jays got him for cheap. So you know, shame on us for letting George Springer go. I don't want Trevor Bauer. I'm telling y'all. I don't want Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is overrated. And I don't want Trevor Bauer. He need to go away. I don't want him. I don't care. He ain't going to do shit for us. Ain't going to do shit for us. I don't want Trevor Bauer. Bauer needs to go away. Right? He's like he's like a right-handed Blake Snell. Bald one year. Failed the rest. Props to the Padres. They think Blake Snell's the answer. Blake Snell's going to be the answer for the Padres. Not gonna be, he's not gonna be the answer. You know what I'm saying? We know the Dodgers have lost some pieces this offseason. Guys have got, you know, you know what I'm saying? Jack Peterson to the Cubs and all that. Um, but I, you know, listen, you, you know, you still got Mookie Betts. Listen, Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball. Mike Trout, we can't talk about Mike Trout no more. We can't. 
We can't talk about we can't talk about Mike Trout. We can't. Mookie Betts went to two teams. He's got two World Series rings in back-to-back years with two different squads in two different leagues. Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we need to stop that madness. Love me some Mike Trout, but it's Mookie Betts' best player in baseball. Everywhere I go, that brother just wins. He's got that winning attitude. You know, it's like in baseball. Remember, there's only so much you can do with nine guys. I got you need you, know, you need a good squad around them. Yo, Mookie Betts is just like he's the icing on you know icing on the cake. You put Mookie Betts, he's like the ultimate ringer. He's almost like uh, Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's like the ultimate ringer. Put Kawhi. You know, I mean, I'll say this. I put he's LeBron James. Mookie Betts is the LeBron James of baseball. You put LeBron James in your squads, a different squad. You know, Kevin Durant, whatever you want to get, whatever. Maybe you can say Kevin Durant was when he went to Golden State Warriors. He's like Kevin Durant when he went to the Warriors. Mookie Betts. You had your bets. Like, yo, I got, yo, I got Mookie Betts. What you got? Nothing. <laughs> you ain't going to do better than me. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait for baseball. You know, I'm talking about doing the DH. Maybe cutting the season down, um, you know, 154 games. I hope not. They're trying to do this expanded playoff thing. We don't need the expanded playoffs. Expanded playoffs are like the biggest waste of time. Keep the playoff system the way it was. I hate the one-game playoff. I hate all of that. Hate it. I hate it. Bad enough you only have three teams. You know, the NFL has enough teams where they can do 30, you know, they can do 32 teams and then do a four-game, you know, do, do the playoffs the right way. You know, NBA still does eight eight teams. You know, and they can get away with it as well. Listen, I think listen, baseball. Listen, three division game winners and a playoff, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? We don't need a we don't need a one game playoff. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a waste of time. It doesn't really add. I mean, I guess it makes you know. I would say, oh, it makes more of a points for winning the division. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It does give you more of a point for winning the division. Okay. You don't have to play in that one-game playoff. But whatever. I still think there's an importance for winning the division. Whether or not you... You know, you know what I'm saying? It does give you more of a sense of winning the division. I do agree with that. But that's it, though. That's it. So, so you're not the, the second wildcard team. That's about it. Listen. You have the three teams in the division. Boom. Playoff. That's it. Bucket. That's it. Let's rock, let's rock with it. it. It is what it is. You don't like it? Scout better. Where is you gotta do better? Figure it out. Okay. So we'll see what baseball does. I, you know, I'm not on board with the old universal DH. There's no strategy with the DH. That's why it makes baseball beautiful. There's strategy in the National League because your pitcher has to bat. Do I take this pitcher out or blah 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 this and that? You just know, there's no variable when there's no DH. Are there more runs scored? Yes. Is Does it make the game shorter a little bit? Yes. But is there strategy? No. And that's why baseball is the best because of the variables. You know what I'm saying? There's no variables. There's a lot less variables when you have a DH. That's what makes baseball the best. All right? Football is just like... You're guessing, right? You try to you see their play, 
You're trying to have a defense to match their play. That's football. Basketball is like the same thing. Basketball is almost the same thing as baseball. Ba- baseball is different. Who's pitching? Who's on the mound? Next inning. Who you plan the next game after? Who's available? Who's not available? That's why being a manager is so important in baseball. There's a lot more work moving parts in baseball than there is in any other sport. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think this baseball is the greatest sport. Okay. Um, so we'll see what Major League Baseball Player Union does. The president asked say for more playoffs. That's more game checks. Usually players want more game checks. But I think they're also worried about the integrity of the game. And also, I mean, my majority of these wildcard teams don't fucking win anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's the division card winners that are fucking winning. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so I can understand the players' union. And remember, when you do the 154 game schedule, that's less game checks. It's a bigger check, but it's less game checks. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things you have to consider. Um, as well. All right. So I, you know, baseball players union to me is the greatest union, um, ever of all time. So I'm rooting for the players union to get things figured out and, uh, we will, uh, take it from there. All right. Uh, for my Knicks fans and all this shit, Amanda quickly is the man. Y'all need to stop this mess. I keep on slurping this dude. I know you're going to say he's from Kentucky. That's why you're slurping him up. Yo, he the man anyway, dropped 25 on the Clippers today. We did not win that game, unfortunately. It's the Clippers, okay? Give us a fucking break. But, you know, quickly drop 25. He don't even know what he's doing. Man, quickly a bad man. Should be starting already. Um, you guys might have heard the rumors about Dennis Smith Jr. already saying he wants to go to the G League. Well, I don't know why we didn't trade those brothers on draft night, in my personal opinion. Uh, but whatever, yo. I'm a Frank Nilakina. I call him La Femme Nikita. Frank Nilakina, that's what I call him, though. But that's another conversation. But, uh, you know, you guys know me. I'm not a big, the biggest. I've never been a big Frank Nilakina fan. You know, LeBron James, so Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, we tried Dennis Smith Jr. How'd that work out for us? Didn't do nothing for us. All right. So, whatever, yo. So, fuck that guy. All right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I thought this was going to be a little bit longer podcast. Uh, I got one quick thing to talk about. Oh my gosh, that's new um, Denzel Washington movie. Fucking uh, The Little Things. God damn, that movie sucked. Oh my god, I was so fucking bored. Jared Leno didn't show up to like the second act. Maybe 2.5 into the act of the movie. Oh my god, yo. Fucking terrible. That movie was trash-tastic, yo. Denzel looked like he let himself go. Jared Leno looked like he had a fat suit on. He looked like fucking... uh, he looked like he looked like fucking uh, Johnny Depp when Johnny Depp wore a fat suit in a blow in the end of the movie when he's in prison and shit. That's who fucking Jared Leto looked like. No fucking chest <clears throat> with a pillow in the bottom for his fucking stomach. Listen, Jared Leto, you can't gain weight. You can't gain weight. Let's be a skinny fuck. I saw the one person. They're like, yeah, Jared Leto got gained a whole bunch of weight for where the fuck he was in. Yeah, he didn't gain weight for this role. Fuck it. It was obvious it was a fat suit. For Denzel, it wasn't a fat suit. You know what I'm saying? So obviously. I know you give my fucking shade about fucking fat shaving. Yeah, fuck all y'all. Who gives a fucking fuck? You know what I'm saying? My my hero is a fucking Ronnie Coleman. What the fuck do you expect? Alright, anyway. 
Speaking of that, we get to the motivation. Yeah, I, 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 you know, you know I me. Mean? Usually, I call out names. You know, this is a friend of mine. I'm not gonna call out names because I want to be fucking stupid and shit. Um, I'm gonna be respectful because I still consider a friend, but I want to be fucking a douchebag to this person. Oh, we're gonna call out a celebrity too, where we're at it too. But first of all, I want to say this to people and shit. For all you fuck faces that post shit on social media and shit, and you know you want motherfuckers to comment on your shit, right? You want motherfuckers to show you love, and then they don't fucking, and then then you ask them. I just did this shit to just to fucking be a douchebag. I said, yo, thank you for the fucking the shit you've posted on social media. I was all nice and shit. And the person didn't respond back. Yeah, I, I knew they weren't going to fucking respond back. Because a motherfucker is a fake motherfucker. Listen. Listen. I'm going to tell you this, yo. I love you girls and shit. Yo, you girls are fucking hilarious. Comedy style. The quote of the great exhibit. But I'm not laughing. You are, I want a guy that does this and blah, 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 this and that. Bitch, you got 50 guys in your inbox who are really to fucking lick your feet. To fucking tell you how, and it would literally tell you how fucking great you are, but you don't give them cocksuckers a time a fucking day. You're a fucking bunch of fucking hypocrites. At least just say this. Just say what the fuck you're looking for out of a man, okay? And then fucking talk about that shit. But when you say some generic bullshit, like I want a guy to buy me flowers and all this fucking bullshit. And this guy's willing to buy you flowers every day of the week and twice on Sunday. But you don't give him a fucking chance because he's got a fucking pot belly or he's bald or wherever the fuck. Say this. I want a guy to give me flowers every fucking day of the week and twice on Sunday with a full head of hair and a six pack. Now, if you said that shit, bitch, I would fucking respect you. Now, if you're fucking looking like roly poly yourself. And you still want a guy with a six-pack with a full head of hair. I'm sorry. Listen, unless that guy has a has a fetish where he likes bitches who look like roly-poly, right? He's not going to give you the time of day. Most likely, that motherfucker wants a bitch who's fucking tanned up, got a six-pack, and got a fucking fat ass on her or some other bullshit. Now, if you aren't in that category, boo-boo, then you need to fucking figure out how to get a fucking six-pack and a fucking fat ass. And then you can get that dude with the full head of hair and shit with the fucking six pack that wants to buy you fucking flowers every day, except for the opposite of the motherfucker. And listen, what, baby girl, I'm rooting for you because listen, put down the ho hoes, all right? Stop eating out and shit. Stop doing the Uber Eats and shit. Get your fucking self a fucking fucking salad and shit. Start doing some crunches. Yeah, it's fucking upstate New York. I know where the fuck we're at. Figure out how to get some cardio in your fucking life. And then you uh, attract that dude with the full head of hair with the fucking six pack, right? Now, you might attract that brother, but he might not buy you fucking flowers every day of the week and twice on Sunday. It's your fucking motherfucking uh, fault. Well, not your fault, but it's your job to figure out which dude out of the full head of hair with six pack is going to fucking buy you the fuck full fucking flowers. That's your job, but you at least gotta look the part first. That's all I'm trying to say, boo boo. When you talking about, I wish a guy did this. When I when we all know you got eighty dudes in your inbox, right? And at least. 30 of them would do that shit for you. And you don't give them cocksuckers at the time of day. Fuck you bitches. 
Especially if you're looking like Broly Poly and shit. When you fucking, you got the fucking fupa and shit. If you don't know what a fupa is, fat upper pussy and fucking shit. Fat, pu- fat upper pussy area, right? You got that bullshit, but you want the motherfucker with the full head of hair and the fucking eight pack. That motherfucker ain't never coming your way. He never will. Unless the roly poly bitch, like you are, is the motherfucking finish. Get fucking over it. Figure it the fuck out. But yet you don't you want that motherfucker, but you want that motherfucker to accept you for the way you are. Fuck you, motherfucker. You're not the best person you could be. So the guy who's waking up at five o'clock in the fucking morning, running two and a half miles, three miles and shit, in a fucking snowstorm and shit, doing fucking a thousand sit-ups a day. You want that motherfucker, right? But you got the, but you the one fucking eating whole hans and bobons and where the fuck the fuck you eating and shit. Oh, that motherfucker's gotta accept you for you, but yet you're not attracted to the fat fuck. Fuck you, bitch. It don't go that way. That's not how life works. That's why your fucking ass is alone. Right? And for the social media bitches trying to be social media bitches and shit, comment on my shit and blah, 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 this and that. And then when a motherfucker reaches out to you and you don't fucking say shit, you are a fake fuck. So fuck you too. And you want motherfuckers comment on your shit. Showing you love on your shit. And I knew, you know what I'm saying, I commented on this bitch's shit. Because I knew she wasn't going to say shit. Because she's a motherfucking hypocrite. What, you want all this fucking love and shit. And then you try to get some love. But yo, why don't you show me some love? I show you love. You want to show me the love back? Now, I'm not saying I was trying to show love so I can get some love. I was just saying, you know, we all in this together. We all know what we're doing in this motherfucker. It's not a fucking secret. When you got the TikTok, the Instagram, and the Twitter, you're trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some, like, there's, you got lucrative opportunities. We all know that, right? Companies like people with, like, million people following and shit. Because they know you can sell their products, and you got to outreach, and you're an influencer, right? There's some shit that you're trying to do. And, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody can be an influencer, I know. And it's a long, grinding process. And everything happens overnight. For some people, it does happen overnight. They just fall into success. Some people, it doesn't fall into success, and that's okay. But what I'm trying to say, if you're trying to build your platform, but, you know what I'm saying, you got people on that grind with you, and they're doing the work that you're doing, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to show them love, you know what I'm saying? Fine, but don't reach out to them and ask them to show you love and shit. Or when you post a shit on social media, show me love about this and that. And then you show them love and they don't show you love back. That's not cool. Especially when you show them love and you can't even say what up back. Like, bitch, you ain't fucking worldwide. You ain't on it like that. You know what I'm saying? So when I did have an Instagram, all the people that were showing me love on Instagram, yo, they knew what I was doing. Wink, wink. They knew what the grind I was trying to fucking put on. I, they showed me love, and I always showed them love back. What goes around comes around. And no, hater, I wasn't showing them love back because they were just showing me love. I was showing love because I was like, yo, I know what you're doing. I respect what you're doing, right? And that's why I showed them love back because they deserve to get their shine on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some people, you know, listen, yo, everybody know. You know them people in their life don't, don't deserve that shine. They don't deserve that love. They don't put in that work. Or if they put in that work on that fucking fake shit, you guys know what the hell I'm talking about and shit. Like, you know they're being fake because they're just trying to get on. 
or whatever, and they ain't doing nothing really special, special. They're just biting off of other people. You know what I'm talking about. Some other people do something, or oh, I'm going to do this same thing, and I'm going to fucking get on that way. Like, we know what you're doing. Like, you're not being original with your content and all that bullshit. You know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? Listen, there's some guys with eight packs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you can show off you got an eight pack, right? But you can flip it and do it another way. You can be artistic with it and this and that, right? There's 8,000 guys on Instagram who are famous because they got an eight pack. There's 8,000 bitches famous on Instagram because they got a big ass. You know what I'm saying? And then they got a flat stomach. You know what I'm saying? We all know that, right? And that's okay. And there's 8,000 people like that. We know. We got it, though. But if you grind in, you know what I'm saying, and you try to build your social media following and whatnot, and you're still being unique in your own way, right? Those are the people I showed love to. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, especially if they were my friends and I know what they were doing, I showed them love, right? Other people that didn't show me love, but he wanted me to show them love. Or that's so funny, like, yo, you asking for the people to show them love. It's like, yo, man, like, you know what I'm on? I know what you're trying to do. I respect your gangster, but you don't respect my gangster. But you want me to show you love. Nah, it ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Even if I reached, even if I didn't reach out to you, I show you love. And then you shouldn't show me love. But at least show me something, something. Something, something. I ain't asking for much. Something, something. Fuck something, something. Something. It's show me something. You can't do that. You ain't that busy. None of us are that busy. That's what I always say. I am never too busy. I make time. You have to make time. That's what I always say to people. You are never too busy. You are not. If you want something as badly as you want to breathe, you will figure it out. So that's the motivation. You know what I'm saying? What's up, badly as breathe? You will figure it out. Slash. Actually, the real motivation, we're going to say that motivation. Scratch that motivation. The real motivation, don't talk about it, right? Be about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't say you want people to do this and that, and then when it's time for you to perform, you ain't about that. You ain't going to help them out, yo. Goes around, comes around. You know what I'm saying? I hope you make it. If you don't make it, you know why you didn't make it. Because you were a fucking fake-ass motherfucker. So don't be this fake-ass motherfucker trying to get that social media love. And then when you get that love, you can't even say fucking thank you to a motherfucker. Because I made time to reach out to you. You can't make time to reach back. Thank you takes less than 10 seconds. Takes about 10 seconds to type. Out of 24 hours, you don't have 10 seconds to type thank you? Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. This is Rock 25. Show the craziness. Be great at everything.